0: On this episode, we round out the submittal packet by talking about everyone's favorite subject, the skills checklist. Atlas All Access. Starts now. Okay. We're back. New Adam. Welcome. Good to be here. Yeah. Oh, Joe Kozicek joins us again, uh, client manager here at Atlas and then new to us but not necessarily new to Atlas, how long have you been here Mallory?
1: Um, since August or okay. was it October? I don't know, like five or six months, okay. wherever that puts us.
0: <laughs> so, Mallory Babcock joins us, recruiter here at Atlas. Um, I asked for a volunteer this morning and she, uh, she raised her hand first. So, mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about every nurse's favorite thing in the whole wide world, skills checklists. Right? Fun. I, right. <laughs> and some are better than others. I get it. I've seen like, I, I, as I was doing some research for this, um, I looked over our OR skills checklist. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Good lord. Like, that's a novel. You, I, I apologize ahead of time, but I know it's not, I mean, we're not the only ones, right? Everybody has no, this. No, yeah,
2: and that, that's kind of the beast of it. Depending on your specialty,
0: it really is going to vary if it's a three-pager or if it's a 12-pager. Sure. So, mm-hmm. And so, first off, let's talk about, just from a compliance standpoint, how often do these things need to be done? These have to be done annually. Yep. Uh,
2: <clears throat> pardon me while I clear my throat. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're only good for one year from the completion date. hmm as you're even if you're on assignment if you're getting to the point where yours expires in three weeks but you're still another two months on your contract we have to get one in
0: we have to get one in it's just a just a fact of That's how it goes. of traveling right it's mm-hmm. just a fact of life so and plus it's one of those things where if if you have to do that annually if you have to do that every year then it, it's a good reminder refresher well not only that but Things change throughout the year.
2: Mm-hmm. You may have come into the year being subpar in some aspect. Of may- maybe circulating is not your thing. Sure. And throughout that last year, you've done mm-hmm. a ton of circulating, gotten mm-hmm. a lot better at it. Go back through your skills checklist. You might add a point or two to it. Right. So, so
0: those twos become threes maybe or the, the threes become fours or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're just more proficient. So. And Which makes you more marketable. Absolutely. So transition then to the recruiter mm-hmm. that's got to be a tough conversation at first right i mean especially to let's say a, a traveler that has talked to two or three different agencies maybe has filled out an application with two or three different agencies right yeah. how, how, walk me through how do you how do you broach that subject like you got to do this again
1: yeah that's the thing i think everyone wishes there was a universal universal skills checklist that's what everyone wants mm-hmm. but that we don't have that so every Mm -hmm. single company has to have their own skills checklist we don't have access to any of your past skills checklists, which is kind of the the beast of it all like you said Mm -hmm. um so i think experienced travelers they know that they have to do this skills checklist Mm -hmm. it's not i mean it's not horrible it's not as long as like an application it's 15 minutes or less, you can kinda just roll through it, pick your numbers, and then you're done. Um, So just letting them know up front, hey, this is required, we're gonna get you a job, but we need this to get you your job.
0: Right, and I think, I mean, you touched on it just a little bit, there are, and they've been around for a little while now, and they're somewhat accepted, like Blue Pipes is a universal skills checklist, but, which will take for, like that's submittal, but as soon as you're hired, we have you have to do. I mean we tell Joint Commission this is how we're going to do it, right? right? Mm-hmm. And and so if you if you know if you have that one from Blue Pipes, then you can use it and we'll accept it. But you have just just be prepared. Like you have to do that one for us because we tell Joint Commission that's what we that's do. That's what we do. Right. Right. So let's talk about different the different types and the crossovers from like one specialty to another because this came up online a while back where and I don't know the exact details, but it was, it was a, someone had filled out a skills checklist for a unit that was maybe a step above maybe the unit that they had, that they were hired for. So maybe it was, I, I think it was a ICU, and then they were working on like a, 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 on an ICU unit. Right, so, and they didn't understand why maybe that wasn't applicable, like why it wasn't okay. So maybe first from a client manager standpoint, why does it have to be that specific?
2: Right, and and quite honestly, that's going to vary depending on the nurse manager and the facility that's that's looking at it. Some nurse managers can look at a CV-ICU skills checklist and say, well, clearly you have what it takes to do you know general ICU, mm-hmm. but there are lots of differences in the checklist themselves, obviously. It's dealing with the CV versus dealing with general. Mm-hmm. But inside of that, there's a handful of things that, they omit from one to the other just to kind of streamline the process. Otherwise, everyone's going to be 12 pages long. Mm-hmm. So it really does depend on the facility and the nurse manager if they'll accept it. But for the most part, you want to do your specialty. Uh, we get a lot with med surge and telly. People are like, well, I already did the telly one, but I want to be submitted to this med surge job. Probably need a med surge
0: checklist. Probably that, need so. that, yes. Yeah. So then, as from the recruiter standpoint, you're talking with the client manager to see, okay, what does the hospital exactly want? Mm -hmm. And then what do they have, correct?
1: Right, yeah, so just like he said, um, you just wanna apply for what job you're trying to get. Mm -hmm. So if you're usually do CBICU, but you really wanna go to this location and only do ICU, might as well just cover them both, um, just Mm -hmm. to cover your butt and get it out of the way.
2: True. And for as big of a pain as it is, if you are considering multiple specialties mm-hmm. and you have the time, do both skills checklists because what it ultimately comes down to, when the nurse manager's looking at it, they can see, I have a mother baby in a NICU, skills checklist, you're in for the NICU, Yeah, maybe there's some other baby that goes along with it, so maybe they'll check it out. Sure. Maybe you're looking at ICU, CV, ICU, mm-hmm. and you're in for an ICU position, they
0: see your CV list and they're like, if we actually have a CV position. Mm-hmm. Would you be interested right. in that? So, or it makes you, like you said, makes you more marketable. There's a lot of ICU float to CV ICU mm-hmm. in this in this hospital in this you know in in this example or whatever. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take this one over maybe the next one right. because you have that skill. And maybe that other person does have that skill, but they don't have the skills checklist to show mm-hmm. it. Right. So the more information, the better. Is there ever a point where there's too much information?
2: Not in the skills checklist because. Ultimately, it comes down to if the nurse manager sees it and decides that they want to look into it more, then they can get into it and start looking at the pages. If they see that this doesn't pertain to what they're
0: looking for, they'll just skip over it anyway. Gotcha. And then from your point of view, as, as you are talking through to that nurse, is there such a thing as too much information?
1: No, I don't think so. I, don't, I mean, it just broadens your options, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it gives you more jobs, and then you don't have to worry about it down the line. You've already got it done. We have already had it all in your profile. Just like you guys were saying, someone can look through those and see all these skills that you have that they're like, oh, I didn't even know I needed that, or I didn't even know I wanted that. Mm-hmm. But now that I see that, that puts this nurse ahead.
0: Gotcha, okay. So then finally, if let's say you're working with a, a brand new nurse. That brand new to traveling maybe, and they've already filled out a couple of these skills checklists from from other companies. Are you looking, it, let's say, they, and they have a copy of it, right? They they have a copy of their of their submittal profile, and they send it to you with their resume and all that. Are you looking at that and considering using that skills checklist on a quick submittal, or is it one of those like, nope, we're going to slow down and 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 do it this way just to make sure that 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 you're covered, that we're covered?
1: Yeah, I. I, this is going to be different from recruiter to recruiter, but I mean, I just feel like we have this specific format that we want to use, and like you said, we're going to have to do it later down the road, anyways. So I just go for it, get it done as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, it's helpful to have another skills checklist to kind of compare, but skills checklists are different. I don't think everyone uses Prophecy, so sometimes there's not mm-hmm. things covered on that skills checklist that we might want covered on our skills checklist.
0: Gotcha. So, and like and like I had said before, it's every one of those skills checklists. The skills checklists through Prophecy, and then other other companies that I've seen are Joint Commission certified, right? And then we are Joint Commission certified as well. So, I mean, you have to be super careful about if you're getting a skills checklist from some other place that you're not familiar with, right? right. And then, so the the best the best option is to. But let's just get this new one filled out. Mm-hmm. I know it stinks. Let's, let's just get it done. So I'll tell you what. There is nothing better than a recruiter listening to a recruiter on the phone trying to read a skills checklist and help a nurse and, like, doing it online for them, mm-hmm. asking those questions. Because we do not have a degree in, right, at all in that. <laughs> and hearing... Oh my gosh! The, some of the best, some of the best, the comedy days. Butchering words. Oh my gosh! Absolutely. And then the nurse correcting the recruiter too, which is which is just awesome. The, the
2: funniest ones are you'll hear the recruiter try to say it, yes. and you can tell that the nurse corrected them. Yeah. And then the recruiter tried to repeat it and still butcher yeah. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, those are great. Yes.
0: Or or the ones where it's super quiet in the office, and they get to the part about reproductive health. That's that's always uh, that's always entertaining yeah. as well, so, yeah. <laughs>
1: but it's also eye-opening. I think it's really fun to read through these lists mm-hmm. and see what these people are doing on a day-to-day basis because we don't exactly know. And some of these things I read, I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that, about what they have to do, and they do this all the time. Right. So it's, it's fun, it's crazy.
2: Yeah. Uh, one little piece of advice I'd like to throw in there because it's something I see as a client manager all the time. Uh, Most most nurses know this, but when you're going through, obviously it's important to be honest, but the biggest thing that I see is when we get low scores and we talk to the nurse about it, the number one thing I hear is, well, I was kind of second guessing myself. You know what you're doing, all of you. You're all amazing nurses. That's why we're talking. So don't second guess yourself. If you think that's the answer that you know, if you're a four and you're thinking, well, maybe I should put a three for frequency. If you think you're a four, you're a four go with it. Just be honest and be truthful to yourself. You'll have great scores.
1: Yeah, I always say be honest, but not necessarily modest. It's your time to brag. You know what you're doing and you know how good you do it. So don't be afraid to show it off a little bit.
0: Perfect. So, okay. So that rounds out the submittal packet. I think that's, uh, I've been wanting to do that for a while now. And I, I left skills checklist to last just because Hey, if I was a nurse, I'd probably leave my skills checklist to last two because it's it's. But I think this has this one has been better and more informative than the other the other two we've done mm. previously. So, so Mallory, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, next time I ask for a volunteer, I hope you raise your hand again and. Uh,
1: I'll send on my email. All right. Wait for it. All right.
0: <laughs> and and new Adam, thank you. I, uh, Hopefully, I'll be back. I mean, th- I feel like this is the end of my arc. So maybe. well, we'll maybe see. You we'll know, see. you so never if, know. If this
2: character gets killed off in the show. <laughs>
0: It's been fun. Well, no one knows what happened to Adam, so you know that's that's just how it goes. So, all right. Thank you again, both. I really appreciate it. Thanks. We'll see you next week.